0: For sure, for
1: sure. Yes, sir. All right, we back in this thing. Breakfast with the Jetsons, you know what I'm saying? It's your boy Trez.
0: It's Don out here. We got the new setup, new audio, you know what I'm saying? I think it's the first episode with us with the new audio. I'm
1: pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure it is. How you feeling,
0: man? How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. It's been a long week, but we've been getting it together, you know what I'm saying? I hit the gym today, got my shit together. Okay. Now we back out here. It's getting warm outside again. For
1: sure, for sure. I don't even know what episode it is. I ain't going to lie. But you know what I'm saying? We here with Shabba Bruce. Shabba, not
2: Shiva. How you feeling today, man? Man, I'm blessed. No complaints. Prosperous. God is good. Every day, all day. No complaints for me. Got the good gas. And it's not a leaf. This is hemp, orello, strawberry. You know what I mean? We also got the raw papers. You know what I mean? Got the supreme roller check. And we're with... The Jetsons, You heard me. What's For sure. let breakfast with the Justins, man. What, what is there to complain about? That's what I'm trying to figure yeah, out. Man, everything's good. For sure. Everything is good.
1: Everything sure. is good. We, just, uh, we just was wrapping up a, t- a conversation about your, your most recent project you're working on. Could you delve into a little bit on camera? You trying to keep secret it secret.
2: I am. I have no secrets. I definitely got you. Okay. Um So, the project that is dropping May night. Okay. Merci beaucoup, Shiver, Bruce. Um, I'm thinking five to nine songs. It'll um, be a collection of the best singles that have streamed well for me over time. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Most of it's self produced. Um, Repeton is one of the producers on the project. Um, Beethoven, what? Well, Beethoven. he's fire. He's on it. Um, and I'm contemplating. I have another project that's the same amount of tracks that's already done that I thinking about dropping at the same time without announcing it. This might be me announcing it. Um, called Lost in the Sky. I was supposed to drop it in December, but I held on to it. Um, so yeah, we got a lot of new music coming. Um, we'll, get we'll get into it. As the interview goes, we'll talk more about it. That's the meat and potatoes. A little bit of it.
0: Can you explain the meaning of the name?
2: Which one? The, the album you got coming. The merci beaucoup, Charles mm-hmm. Bruce. So, merci beaucoup is French for "thank you very much." I'm pretty sure it's French for "thank you very much." Okay. Um, I think it is. Yeah. Um, so, the concept of the project is: you come to a show, and you come see me, mm-hmm. and I give you the show. And your last statement to me is "merci beaucoup, Charles Bruce." Thank you very much. I feel like I earned mm. the, these songs in particular, I would earn a Okay. Uh, acknowledgement So I'm just Giving myself The acknowledgement now <laughs> I, like, I like that <laughs> You know what I mean Regardless that of accent. what happens Yeah
1: Yeah Is shows like One of your main things When it comes to music That you that you take a lot of time into Like one Fair one Yeah things? Sure
2: Sure Sure Um, So you know I produce For sure I write for other artists I um, engineer for other artists And myself I DJ Um, I DJ for different clubs that on top of I do graphic design for several companies. Um, I said that to say everything plays into what we're doing. Where it's yeah. like um, if I'm riding in the car from an event and I hear a new song that a DJ playing that just broke tonight or just came out tonight, I'm working. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm just driving home and a song is just playing, I'm still in theory working. You yeah. know. If I'm sitting up for six, seven hours going through my Rolodex to make sure my playlist is in order for the DJ set, I'm working. If I'm finding some bro, there's songs that I've been washing dishes and I had, you know, um, the cable services had to have like music choice. Mm-hmm. Man, I'll be listening to like jazz or some genre that's not hip hop or r that has no words, just to hear beats and sample those beats. There's so many songs that I released before 2015, 2016 that were samples from me just studying, doing research. You know, you what's a good movie? Give me any random good movie.
1: Pursuit of Happiness.
2: Okay, cool. Look, the Pursuit of Happiness. The Pursuit. (laughs) What? What was that? I was gonna say Pulp Piction. Okay, cool. Both excellent films. The Pursuit of Happiness. I can't offhand think of a song that is on that movie or on that soundtrack that's a single that you'd be like, oh, this song I automatically associated. Like, if I said Space Jam, you probably automatically think of at least one song, maybe two songs, you know what I'm saying, that comes to mind when you, you know what I'm saying? My point is, like, I'm always working, (laughs) I'm always working. There's no time off. As far as the show, Everything goes into the show. Fact. Me taking three months to come up with one line that becomes the intro to the whole album mm-hmm. plays into the show. So, and the, the way the album is set up, it's a short look. Like it looks like a short listen. Like mm-hmm. it's five songs, maybe nine songs. It looks like it's a in and out, but once you press play, and you're on track one and you realize you're on track one for five minutes, then you realize you're in for a treat. We'll put it like that. You,
0: you realize you're in for a treat. For sure. So what did you get into first though? You got a lot of stuff going on. What did you start doing first? Ooh,
2: that's a great question. I started off as a DJ first. Mm-hmm. Um when I was 10. Well, it's arguable, you know, but the way I would call it, I started off as a DJ first. Um my younger sister when we were living in New Orleans, her classmate had a birthday party that we attended. And it was the first time I saw the Newmark symbol. I could show you later, but I got a Newmark symbol. That's right here. Mm. <laughs> no kids, I got a New Newmark symbol. The turntables I used, okay. I got it tatted on me. Um, and I got FL Studio on my shoulder. That's how you know how I make okay. beats. Sure. But um, That's far. Um, those are the only two color sets I got, I think. Um, what was I about to say? Yeah, went to the party, saw the turntables, saw how he commended the, the if you will, the block. Mm-hmm. And I was just in love. And <clears throat> that Christmas, being as privileged and spoiled, if you will, parents got me those turntables and I just never looked back. What year was that? Uh, 2002. Ooh. I was just... Oh. <laughs> appreciate you, <bro. laughs> I appreciate y'all for even presenting this opportunity to the people y'all presented to, including myself. Um, keep this going for the many people who need to get their shit out there in general. Y'all are the goats. Keep it up.
1: Appreciate that bro. Appreciate you, bro. Nah, I'll be bad. I think
0: we're gonna tap this button. So, you were just talking about the DJ shit. Yeah. You said this was 2002 stuff, so that's way back in the day. I was about to say, because I don't think, when the last time you seen a DJ spinning turntables at a party? Bro. That wasn't a family function. I, I,
1: no time that I actually was going to parties have I seen that. That was definitely, like, literally as a kid, like you just said, at family functions. Like, that one, that was like a real big thing. Past <laughs> that point, it was just kids like. Well, I would say it's, it's a couple couple DJs got hired for like maybe like some college parties I've seen, but it was very rare. Like, but I do feel like that's a that's a big missed component as far as hip hop, especially when it comes to hip hop. But how do you feel about that?
2: I mean, so y'all 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 a little younger than me. I mean, not much. Y'all a little younger than me, right? Um, it's a little gap. So we're all three of us are born well after hip-hop has started and got us. I want to ask you a question before I go into the answer. For sure. Traditional hip-hop. What are the four main elements? Before you get into the music and all that stuff, what were the four main elements? If you don't know, it's okay. I just figured I'd ask before I, I give context on how I, was, I feel about I it now. Elements, about
1: I'm, I'm
2: going to just say it. I'm going to just say it. <laughs>
1: Like so more story than I, I. would say, but if I had to take a it, guess,
2: it's four so, elements of hip hop. Let me just tell you. Yeah, I just want to hear what you're gonna say. Uh, no order. The graffiti artist, the b boy, um, the graffiti artist, b boy, the DJ, and the MC are the four main elements of hip hop. Original traditional hip hop, like 1979, 80s, 78. That was the four main elements. You had people on New York, um, like Bronx, Queens, all New York for real. You know the trains? They'll graffiti. They'll tag the trains with their graffiti tag, or whatever their "quote unquote" gang was at the time, mm-hmm. um, or their artist name, and they'll go around the world. You'll be in Russia and you'll see somebody from New York's um, cart that they tag. Um, I'm making a point. too. Um, the b-boy I don't even you already know the b-boy breakdance fast-forward 30 That's years fast-forward 40, 40 50 years instead of somebody having to watch soul train they gotta watch their phone for 15 seconds watch a TikTok. a whole nother conversation third thing the DJ bro. when I started DJing I was 10 see this table My coffin was double the size of this table. I was 10 and I was carrying all my equipment. I had crates of vinyl, not MP3s, not WAV files. I'm talking about real individual vinyls for each song I was playing, scratching. And I was in New Orleans where it's hot. When I say hot, I'm talking, I'm DJing. Multiple, countless events where, and I still got some of these records to this day. Um, Multiple events where I'm DJing. And the hot, the heat of the sun is warping the records. <laughs> where it's like the needle is going up and down because the the, the vinyl is melting and it's like becoming unflat. Like You get know what yeah. I'm saying? That's crazy, man, man. I've been DJing that long to now where it's like I went from vinyl to CD to MP3 to whatever we're doing now. You know what I mean? Where it's all digital. You know what I'm saying? So you really started from the roots. For sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Like, Odyssey Records, that's where DJ Khaled <coughs> used to DJ back in the day in New Orleans. Odyssey Records is where Lil Wayne would drop off his mixtapes to be sold and sell out that store. Like, I used to walk in there and buy my records as a 10-year-old, 11-year-old. And they'd be like, who is this little kid? And people knew me in the East, in, East New Orleans. Like, they know me in East End Richmond. You know what I'm saying? Same thing, DJing. I produce, I rap, and other stuff as well. But my point, to you know, bring it all full circle. 2022, 2023, 2020 beyond, you still got graffiti. Now it's in the form of, oh, I'm about to get this fire-ass $1,000 London Fog and put my own name and face all over it and put my name on the back, you know what I mean? So when I walk away, you know who I am, let alone I got a phone with a QR code as the screen saver, So fuck a business card, just hover your phone over my phone and you can just follow me that way. So I know you got it, you know what I'm saying? You could keep it forever, you know what I mean? So it's, um, so that's the, the, MC, you already know. I got hundreds of songs out. I got album about to drop. Um, the DJ we already talked about. The b boy again, TikTok, fifteen seconds, boom. You know what I mean? It's still relevant. It's still going. It's still hip hop. Is still the same thing it was. Just evolved. And that's the right. fun thing is, people not even realizing it, like. At question I asked you. There are people who are older than me that should know the answer to that. That would be oblivious. You know what I mean? And to be so cultured, we're blessed. And we're doing we're doing a huge we're doing huge things, bro. We got a lot of good things coming. Um, yeah, just I hope I answered your question because <laughs> I did draw it out. I, I, I saw the chance food. to say that. <laughs> yeah. I saw the chance to say that. I had to take it. Not
0: for sure. Shit. So. Out of all the things you do, then what is your favorite? What do you spend the most time on? Being a good man. Okay.
2: Being a good man. I hope that answers your question, because that's the hardest thing to do out of all of it. That's the one we have to do the most consistent, is be a good man. So that's my real, genuine answer. I mean, I can say producing, I could say rapping, I could say DJing, I could say graphic design, animation, I can say a whole bunch of shit. Excuse my French, a whole bunch of stuff. But nonetheless, being a good man is my favorite part. That's the hardest part, and a lot of people can't even do that. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, I could, I could. I'm sorry to get so deep, and I apologize in advance. Trigger warning. Yeah. I could meet somebody who has all the ambition in the world, but no drive. You heard me. All the ambition in the world, but no drive. Ready for the world to come to him and all this stuff, but don't want to do nothing to meet the per- meet the world halfway. I'm not that person. That's not my energy. If you ever see me sitting around watching a little box of images flashing, it's probably a clone, okay? I don't watch TV. I don't go to the movies unless I've earned it, unless I earned it, you know what I mean? Unless my girl is so tired of sitting in the house, that's the only way. <laughs> Mark my words, I always work. I am always working. You call my phone, don't even ask what I'm doing because you know the answer. I get offended. Like, what do you think I'm doing? I'm working. If I'm up at night, I'm working. <laughs> you hear me? Changing the diaper... That's working. I
0: was just about to ask if you
2: had any kids. Bro, I have four beautiful children. Two daughters, two sons. My oldest one is Travion, Jeremiah, Ariana, Araya. Gorgeous, beautiful, healthy children. Geniuses well before their time. For real, for real. I feel like the whole purpose of me being here is just to bring them here because it's all about them. Short story shorter. Yes, I have a beautiful family and a fiancé. Shout out to Erica holding us down and being a good support system. Do you feel like that's what keeps you constant when it comes to juggling everything? Like your family? It's the only thing. It's the only thing that keeps it consistent. Because see, me, I'm going to have to do what I do anyway because it's how I feed myself. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Excuse me. It's how I feed myself, let alone my family. So, um, again... When you ask me the question about what's the hardest part or what's the my favorite part, the being a man part, because at the end of the day, me as a man, I'm a reflection of God, right? I I worship a Christian God, and in me doing it, being a reflection of Him, I have to do my best to be good, and help other people see good to the best of my ability. Like, my kids have questions that shock me sometimes. I ain't gonna hold you because the oldest one is seven. So, they be hitting me with random questions and be like, bro, how do I even... (laughs) Mm, Remember that conversation before we started the show where I said I have a hard time saying A to B sometimes because there's so many ways to get from A to B? Yeah. Same thing where it's like, uh, don't ask me where babies come from. It's none of your business. <laughs> That's the junk version, but yeah, you know what I mean. You know what I mean? Blue blue, and yellow, or is it green?
0: Yeah. So, as far as performing wise, how often do you perform? Do you get on no stage?
2: As a rapper or as DJ? I'm sorry? As anything. Man, so it's funny you ask me that. I DJ very consistently. Okay. Um do you play video games? Not really. You play video <laughs> games?
1: Uh I used to a lot, but I stopped like at
2: me. Okay. Um, do you practice anything? Y'all practice anything? Uh, y'all rap, so y'all probably practice y'all raps, probably, yeah, right? Besides so that, yeah. I, I I don't practice mm-hmm. my raps like often. Mm-hmm. I just DJ. I um, DJ. That's what I practice. That's the one thing at all stuff. I that and close. Clothes. I practice with where I'll buy some stuff, knowing I ain't gonna use it. I'm gonna just practice with it and then donate it to somebody because it probably still be a fire piece. It's just be practice, okay? But yes, I DJ often. I DJ at least five, four to five times a week. Um, I do most of my DJing at night. I do do family events as well. Mm-hmm. When I DJ, nine times out of nine times out of ten, I make beats during my set. So I have a group of songs, obviously, because I DJ. I have a group of samples, obviously, because I produce, and then I am an MC. I am the master of ceremonies and I move crabs. So I'm from New Orleans. And if you're not familiar with the New Orleans culture, we have y'all from the DMV, y'all familiar with Baltimore Clubhouse kind of sound. You familiar Black. with that? How Baltimore Clubhouse sounds? Like Go-Go? No. Baltimore Clubhouse and Go-Go are two different things. That's a good one. Go-go mm-hmm. is another one. They go
1: go it Go-Go. Go-Go is another nah, but, he, but said you, he said the Baltimore Club. Song.
2: Yeah, I said I Baltimore DZ Clubhouse. It's a certain, certain sub genre to me of dance music. So, go go, you know that sound. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's like trap. You know, trap, you could say okay, snare, 808, kick, hi hat, trap, mm-hmm. simply put, um, clap, kick, uh, sub bass, uh, and say hi-hat again and say hip-hop compared to trap. The snare and the clap kind of separates it, kinda. Where like dance is a lot of different, there's EDM, there's dubstep, two completely different things, you know what I mean? Okay, I was about to say. Um, You asked me the performance question. What was that specific question just now? I lost my train of thought, I'm sorry.
0: Oh, you answered it. I was just asking how often you get on stage. You say you yeah. DJ Every DJ, day, you bro. Mm-hmm.
2: Every day. I practice, so I count that. So I do it like it's the real thing. I DJ for myself like there's a million people in the room. You know what I mean? And yeah. I know how to read a room. And I, I've been DJing since 2002. Mm-hmm. I've done Hispanic weddings. I've done <laughs> nice. baby showers. Okay. I've done you so name you it, I've done it. So prepare for the worst. Like I've done hole in the walls, like shotgun houses, like you name it. Like I've done it all. Do you, do you
1: feel like it's the same feeling um, performing like as a rapper on stage at, versus a DJ, or there's two different feelings? Because when, like, like when I perform on stage, it's I feel too like, like kind of like a euphoric high. But do you get that same high when you DJ as well, or is it like... Kind of. Like, it's two different things. The okay. rapper
2: one is bigger. Let me give you the quick answer. The rap, rapper one is bigger for me personally, because for you to connect to with me, it's like this. You drive a car, you got a you got a Bluetooth in it or an aux. Yeah. Oh. Are you when you drive? Do you control the aux, or, or do you let other people control it?
1: Uh, usually, I let like my I control it unless I really trust you.
2: Okay, cool. Now hear me <laughs> out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Politically, when people get in your vehicle, nine times out of ten, they're gonna listen to what you want to hear. Now, you tell me which feeling feels better when the car full of people are rocking out to a song somebody else made, or when the car full of people are rocking out to your song. You tell me which one feels better. Yeah, yeah, your song. Definitely. So, I'm telling you, that's another reason. Maybe maybe like unintentionally, that's another reason why DJing was so big for me, because it helped me, because it gave me, I got my foot in the door as the DJ, but now that I'm here, I can present whatever I want. I'm the master of the ceremonies. I'm the party. So if I have a party song, if I have a romantic song or a sexy song, I can be in a situation where it's appropriate. Where it's like, duh, let me make a birthday song. I'm doing all these birthday parties, why the hell not, you know? <laughs> yeah, you know? <laughs> like, it's, it's like, you, you enter a field, and you want to be in that field, and you want to be efficient, you have to see your competitors and see how you can stand out. We don't talk about Picasso now because he had beautiful paintings. We talked about him because he had ugly paintings, and it stood out. Yeah. So who do you want to be? <laughs> Picasso or, you know what I mean? So <laughs> coming up,
0: who were some of your favorites? Who did you listen to?
2: Mm-hmm. See, now that's not fair, because <laughs> that's, that's an amazing question. I'm, I'm going to answer the question, and then I'm going to tell you why it's not fair. So to answer your question, um, I'm going to answer that question in two parts. I'm going to say who I listen to, and then I'm going to say who my top are, okay? Okay. I listen to everything. And I hate when people say that because it's so cliche. But I listen to everything that came my way and was not neglective of anything. Whereas like, if you came up to me and said, Soulja Boy is the best rapper of all time, I'd be like, you know what, I feel you and here's why. <laughs> and look, if you came up to me and said, you know what, Nas is the best MC of all time, I'd be like, you know what, I feel you and here's why. If you said Lil B, if you say Jay-Z, you know what I'm saying? If you say Lil Wayne, Eminem, you know what I'm saying? I would understand because I was there. I was there. So I, I I get it. If you say Big Daddy Kane, if you say Ry Kim, you know what I mean? I get it. I wasn't there, but I was there. I've lived it. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I get it. You know? Um, y'all played trading cards when y'all grew up? Like, yeah. yeah. I, I, when I meet people who are a little bit younger than me, they really have a disconnect where they don't relate to that shit because they didn't have it. Like, like Pokemon, Yu Gi Oh! Basketball, <laughs> baseball cards, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. NFL cards. Mm-hmm. I think Drake just got a million dollar um, Jordan card the other day. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I just feel saying. Like
1: when I was a kid, that's when it started to kind of, because I was born in 94. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, I feel like, when it started to, like, 94, 95, like, a disconnect
2: think so? Yeah, that's where it is. Like, it's, friends, it's like 96, 97. In my yeah, opinion.
1: most of my friends 95, 96, I be saying something <coughs> and they'll be like, what are you talking about? And i would be like, like I'll say something from like, like an old cartoon like Randy mm-hmm. 70 or something. And they'll be like, I'm not trying to be silly. funny.
2: Think about it. Think about it. You're born in 94, right? Think about it. If a person was born three years after you, they were born in 97. So imagine the year 2000, you're six years old, seven years old. This person is only three or four. Yeah. Y'all whole interaction with the world is completely different. Yeah. So remove 10 go 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road, of course. It's gonna be a disconnect.
1: It's just crazy yeah, though. Yeah, like,
2: yeah. They look at you like alien. Like you really Y'all, like, y'all, y'all, y'all good on it? Y'all wanna go uh? y'all, sure. y'all can kill this show. You know I got another one right here. This is for the studio. This is just for the studio. But, um, I'm mad Excuse me. How's y'all How I'm pretty good. Oh, I'm huh? good. You know what I'm saying? How's y'all you, going so far? Really? Good, the interview man. switches. <laughs> 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 I burnt my myself really the
1: lighter for <laughs> this year. It's probably one of my favorite years of life. Like if I'm keeping that. Mine like,
2: too. Mine too.
1: It's like the least stressful. Like I feel like I don't know. Like I'm just learning more. I'm getting older, so it's like shit is just starting to make sense of what's good for me, what's bad for me. Should I even take time? like, waste time even dealing with shit and shit. You know what I'm saying? I really get to, like, I don't know, Really take more time to analyze my life and, like, prioritize what really matters to me and then just going for what I want. Like, and just saying, fuck it. Like, win, lose, or draw. And, yeah, that's how life's been, man.
2: I ain't gonna hurt you. You just spuck my spirit, bro. That's how I feel. This is the best year of my life. And for real, for real, every year. I definitely want to hear what you gotta say, but that's, that's just <laughs> every year should be the best year. Every day should be the best day. Every week should be the best week. Because my mom said something to me on my birthday that kind of stuck to me, and then it was worse today in particular because I saw that same quote she said to me. Somebody else basically said the same thing, but a little more. You know, something along the lines of "I love you." She she basically said, "I love you. I love you more than I did last year, but I love you less now than I will tomorrow." It's just know I love you and the love will always just continue to grow. And that's kind of how I feel about myself, and how I feel about the world and the people I decide I want to interact with. Ain't nothing wrong with growing. People are scared of that. People are very fearful of growing. Whereas like they, they love the idea, but the actual process, they are petrified.
1: Yeah. Like
2: they, they oh, I want to lose 20 pounds, but then do a push-up or try to get the, a plank out the way, like hold your body weight up and then be able to go down without dropping all the way down and lift back up. Get through that one time and then do it twenty times and then do three sets of that and get through each hurdle. Like where I'm I'm disabled. I'm a disabled veteran and I got a lot of stuff going on with me, but I still get more done by noon than people get done in a week. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I'm like asking, like I'm not no. I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity, I'm grateful to be blessed with the power to even do half the things I'm capable of, but boy, man, God is good, and the, hey, you spoke my spirit, bro, I, I appreciate you saying that, because you took the words of my mouth, I'm going to watch this podcast every day, just to get back to that part, when you say <laughs> that,
0: because that's a fact, that's how I feel about it. I feel it, bro. How you feeling? Bro? Me, man, I kind of feel the same way, for me, this has been a big learning year for me, man, emotionally and you know, financially, and a bunch of different ways, man. I feel like what we got going on here is in a good pace, you know, and lately i kind of been feeling a little bit more energetic. Uh, I've been working a lot, a little bit more energetic. Uh Oh yeah. So I've been working a lot, so I've been also tired as hell, but basically what we've been doing here is starting to motivate me a little more just to stay awake more and do things more. I think that's good, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Trez out here. You know, he's always moving. That's motivational for me to see. Beautiful. Mm Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Ain't nothing wrong with an amazing team.
2: Mm -hmm. That's all it really takes sometimes.
0: Yeah, it's all about who you can put yourself around.
1: That's fire, bro. Oh, yeah. I always agree with that, bro.
0: I feel the same
2: thing you said, too, bro. I'm tuning into this podcast, this episode in particular, for you gentlemen's response to my question. That's fire. Y'all are amazing hosts. This has been an amazing experience. Y'all are a great vibe. This is an amazing setting. We're in a safe location. We're in the heart of the city. It's beautiful. Y'all keep doing what y'all are doing. Don't let anything deter you. Don't don't, don't even let yourself block you. Okay? Because y'all are amazing, bro. And I'm the type to give people roses. I don't care if you're allergic. You're going to get these guys <laughs> down. <laughs> That's fire, bro. <laughs> what shit? Last but not
0: least, anything else?
1: Um, I don't have anything else. This has been one of the best interviews that we had. Like, mm. I mean, we get better and better, you know what I'm saying? But man, this know. was hard. But, yeah, I love this interview. Last but
0: not least, man, uh, shout
1: outs? Yeah, bro. You got any shout outs, man? got mm. Gotta get them off.
2: Gotta wait till the smoke clear. Hold on. <laughs> you know, shout outs? Man, look. Let me get this. <coughs> Good gas. Out of my laundry, quick. Hey, <coughs> my bad. So, look. It's TCG, BBNTF, PNMG, 5.9 and they call me now. Shava Bruce, we're in here, breakfast with the Jetsons. We are lit. We are, you already know. Hey, what was yesterday's price? It doesn't even matter. You already know. Hey, shout out to you, shout out to y'all, shout out to us, shout out to them. And you already know, bro. Album dropping next month. Shava, not Shiva. Follow me on Instagram, Shiver Bruce, spell like shiver, yes, sir. S-H-I-V-E-R-B-R-U-C-E, for those who are in the back and can't hear, but yeah, we're going to keep it rocking, man. God is good. I'm, May grateful for, I'm grateful for y'all. May 9th? May 9th. Okay. Merci Shiver Bruce. Yes, sir. May 9th, 5-9-2022. Yes, hey.
1: It's been a blessing, you know what I'm saying? We appreciate you for coming by. Yes, yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Top notch. I don't even know what episode it is, but it don't even matter because this was just four. amazing. Season 4. Part 2. <laughs> yes, sir. You, know you already and, know. Yes, sir. with the Justice, your boy Trez. And I'm Don. And we out.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So that, that segment was.